us today. Welcome into Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale. That is Skip Bayless. And that is Shannon Sharp, who I, I have to do. say, congratulations. You know what? I need you to bring two cases on this table. You know what? You are on the luckiest <laughs> diet do roll of all time. You just keep lucking into winning bets. You should go play craps tonight no, 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 somewhere. No, see, when huh? you was winning, when I was giving you the point, and you like, oh, I did it again. I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah. I didn't say you lucky, Skip. I just, hey, Skip, yeah. you won. Congratulations. I wasn't lucky. <laughs> You're the luckiest man in the world. You should go buy a lottery ticket right now. I know you and Jim. You and Jim was like celebrating. I got him again. You Ernest turned Ernestine. Ernestine, I got him again. She was already asleep. <laughs> but I, I'm hanging in there, and I think, Dyson Daniels, he can make one of these, right? One of them? You remember what no. happened? You remember what last time you thought that? You had this 21-year-old knee shaking in game six? Oh, you yeah. remember that? 21? I think he was 17. What? What? That was 17, my butt. Yeah. It was a heartbreaker, but Skip, I so appreciate you rolling with us. Mm-hmm. Shannon, enjoy it while it lasts. It won't happen often. All right, we're Lord talking about the Lakers. They somehow rallied back so. and beat my Pelicans. 120-117 last night. Matt Ryan's buzzer-beating three sent the game into OT. Lonnie Walker stepped up with a game-high 28 points. And LeBron, who, by the way, says he's recovering from an illness, he had 20 9 of 23 from the floor and 0 of 7 from 3. I like this question. Shannon, on a scale of 1 to 10, how lucky was LeBron that the Lakers were able to Be win this one? Be honest. Well, there are 10. There are 10. You're, you're going Lakers to won. 10 lucky? Good. No, not, not LeBron, the Lakers, because oh. they had this game under control. Skip, oh. They were up by 16 points. And they were having a way. Russ looked really, really good. He did for uh, a while. AD was playing really, really well. Ronnie yeah. Walker played well throughout the entirety of the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I liked the way uh, Troy Brown gave him some valuable points. Game, you know, four and seven from the field goal, six and six from the free throw line, one yep. and three. They were in control of this ball game, and then the, the third quarter again has kind of been their bugaboo. Yep, filtering in from last year, and they kind of seeped this way into this year. Got outscored, uh, what 35 26, and then in the third quarter, they kind of got away from a uh, fourth quarter, they got away from them again. But you look at what a minute and 30 to go before uh, a Ryan shot, they call it Matt Chip Ice. Is that what they're going to chip night? Uh, I, I didn't chip know that. Cause Maddie, cause we got too many. We got too many Matty Ice. You got Matty Ice, Stafford, and uh, Matty Ice. Ryan, you reach for that one. LeBron missed a twenty-eight uh, uh, foot three-point shot, mm. and with forty-one points, forty-one seconds left, Pat Bev missed a four-foot driving layup, mm. and with forty-two seconds left, Matt, uh, uh, Anthony Davis missed a tip. Mm. And with 11 seconds, LeBron missed a nine-foot turnaround. Mm. And with 2.8, Lonnie Walker missed a 23-foot a three-point shot. Mm-hmm. And so you're right. Once they got that rebound, I said, if dude hit just one of these. And I was like, he missed the first one. I said, man, can you imagine the pressure he's under right now? Mm-hmm. The game is in his hand. You know, Skip, the old saying, the bird is in your hand. Mm-hmm. The ball is in your hand, mm-hmm. Daniels. It's a bird in the hand. is worth mm-hmm. two in the bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only- he, he, he bushed both of them. No, they get to start sweating. Mm-hmm. Call for a towel. Yeah. I thought he was playing tennis. He called for the towel board to bring him a towel out to dry. He's just sweating. He's 19. Years I, that ain't got nothing to do with it. Has he ever made a free throw before? Has he ever played basketball before? Stop using age as an excuse. Okay. And he missed the free throws and then got the towel. You see LeBron got that rebound and pointed automatically. 1.3 to go. And you see that play D. Ham drew up? Yeah, you used to laugh at Matt Ryan. <laughs> you laughed at Darvin Ham for extolling the virtues of three-point shooting Matt Ryan. 
who started at Notre Dame, wound up at Vanderbilt, and then wound up at UT Chattanooga. That's your savior. Because, Skip, what we saw, like, when LeBron didn't play, he couldn't miss from three in the preseason. Mm. And then all of a sudden he gets on the court, and all of a sudden it's just like, but he got a green light. Hey, that joke is not afraid. That's one thing. He going to get the ball, oh, he's shooting it. Don't even look to get a pass back skill. Don't even look to backdoor cut or anything. Matt Ryan gets the ball, mm. he going to shoot it. Mm. And Skip, that was a great play. And the thing was his awareness because when he caught it, Skip, he looks down. I got to make sure I'm behind the line, mm-hmm. make sure I'm not out of bounds because mm-hmm. a lot of things can happen. And that's a play a lot of teams run. Your Spurs tried to run that on game six in a uh, uh, Chris Bosh blocked Danny Green. Mm-hmm. My Spurs won, won some games. <laughs> they won a huge game against Golden State as they were trying to arrive when, you're, when Manu threw it all the way across. And you know, that's the, that's the play, what you call them, yeah. old Danny Green hit yeah. against the Mavericks. You remember he hit that play on that Friday night and you were sick? But it wasn't that play. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't was, the cross-court pass. It was a very similar play. Yeah. But, Skip, for the, for the guy to be in, uh, he's a rookie, and for them to have that kind of confidence in him, because, you know, they're probably thinking he's going to be a decoy. Ain't no way in hell they're going to trust a rookie. With LeBron James on the court? He was driving for DoorDash last year. Yeah. Last year, he's delivering food for DoorDash. So he he used to be an out late. Mm. So he used to making yeah. late deliveries. He delivered. And he right. delivered. Yeah. And he ain't even looking. You know, sometimes DoorDash, they be eating your food, mm. Skip. They be eating your food and come out. I don't know what happened. I wonder if LeBron gave him a big tip. Yeah, don't, 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 don't do that. LeBron gave him, he gave him the ultimate tip. He allowed him to be on the court with him and gave him confidence. You see, when he was making those threes in, in, in uh, preseason, what did LeBron say? He was doing this. Sign this man. Sign him. Mm. So that's the ultimate confidence. Skip, they got very lucky. By <laughs> all indication, after they blew this 16-point lead, they probably should have lost the game. There's no question in my mind, Had the guy, and everybody knows, had he made one shot, this ball game isn't over. That would have been, this would have been the most debilitating loss of it all because they're playing a game with a, a couple of their best players. Murphy didn't play. B.I. didn't play. You're dominating the game throughout the entire Herb, Herb Jones Herb, didn't Herb play. Jones didn't play. So, Skip, you're, dominate, you're dominating this game. Yep. 16-point lead. You're at home. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the third quarter, boom, they make a couple of threes. You go ice cold from the three-point shot from the three-point line, and you let them back in the ball game. Mm. But this was a team effort. Maybe this is something that they can build upon. But uh, Russ, Russ was the, – the turnovers got him a little – the turnover bug bit him a little bit last night, Skip. But Russ, that's the first half. That's as good as Russ can play. That's – if you can get that kind of production out of Russ, Skip, mm-hmm. for the entirety of this role, yep. Skip, 13.7 and, and uh, 13.7 rebounds, nine assists. He's a plus 22 from a plus minus. Mm-hmm. He's shooting 46%. Skip, you could live with that. Yeah. But they were very, very – I don't know if I can use very enough – fortunate to win this ball game. Mm, thank you very much for being honest on that <laughs> account. But the, the luckiest of the Lakers times 10 – was your man LeBron James? Yeah, what's well, good? Well, I don't know if it's luck. You know the man wasn't feeling well. You know sometimes you be sick. Of course, immediately volunteered the injury. I mean, the uh, sick excuse after you, the game. Everybody saw it. Everybody saw it. You saw it too. The man checked himself out with three minutes to go in the first quarter. Mm. When have LeBron James ever done that? Hung his head. Oh. Oh. There you go. See. He says. It hurt my soul, was his quote after the game. It hurt my soul to miss my favorite night of the year, our team Halloween party. 
hurt my soul. Well, then, if your soul was hurting, what are you doing on the basketball court? You only played 40 minutes last night. Got to be that part. You could have had that Jordan flu game right there against the wounded Pelicans, right? Everybody had the Jordan flu game. Right? Seven seven games into the regular season, Mm -hmm. you talk about a flu game. Well, it looked like LeBron had some head flu or something. I, I don't know what he did because I never thought I would see the night that somebody named Matt Ryan, not that Matt Ryan, but the NBA's Matt Ryan, (laughs) that that Matt Ryan would take LeBron off the hook for choking his guts out. Maybe he threw his guts up out before the game. I don't know. But he was choking his guts out. And once again, right on cue, right on schedule, I keep telling you, LeBron does not have the closer gene because game after game after game are begging to be closed by home, James, home, James, just take us home. And he can't take them home. He takes them to defeat. And last night he got taken off the hook. I'm looking at his stats in the fourth quarter. He goes one of five. He missed both three point shots. He missed two free throws. I'm about to get to that. Two crucial ones and had a turnover in the fourth quarter. Then we, he gets a reprieve in overtime and he goes one for five again and yep. misses his only three. So in fourth quarter and overtime, your man, LeBron James, the quote unquote goat goes two of 10 and they won the game. Yeah. How is that possible? I don't know. So could we go to down the stretch of this game? Could we start with 315 left when LeBron steps back to the line after making the first free throw? And this is to put them up one point. He goes up and he misses. But guess what? They get the rebound. Troy Brown goes up and gets the rebound and takes him off the hook again. That's the second free throw that he missed. And then he tries another ill-advised three and it's way short right. And then with 11.9 seconds left, he said, I got this. I got this. This is for the lead in the game, and it is woefully short and left. And that's how he ended the basketball game down the stretch with two missed free throws. We, we know he, he's often a disaster at the late game free throw line, no clutch gene. And then it's up to young Dyson Jan, uh, Daniels, the eighth overall pick, to just make one of two free throws. And the first one was just a little short. He kind of pulled the string on it, if we could see this. That's pressure. That's pressure. Pulled the string just a little short. And I thought the front and I think, okay, he's a tough-minded kid. I love to watch him play during the the flow. And he hits the back iron, and I'm like, you are kidding me. I'm not. You knew it was over then. That's when you knew it was over. I did not know it was over. Oh, you knew it was over. So I immediately tweet, okay, Bron, you owe your team. At least hit the tying three. At least get him to overtime with the three-point shot, even though at that point he's 0 for 6 from three. And I think, okay, do you you have one three in you to muster up? I didn't see this coming. I give high praise to Darvin Ham because he called this play. It is an old Spurs play. The the one I was talking about is actually Duncan inbounded all the way across court to Ginobili to beat the Golden State Warriors before they were Quite, it was the year before right. they arrived right. in game one, I believe, at San Antonio of their series, which was a battle. You could see what was about to happen right. with Stephen Clay. That's the, but, Skip, that's okay. the exact same play that they ran that Chris Bosh blocked of yes. Danny Green in okay. game six. He tried okay. to get it off. All right. So the first thing that happens on this play is that Austin Reeves, who's just a flat-out basketball player. I don't know. He just plays basketball. <laughs> yeah. He knows how to play, and he's not afraid. And he whips Great the, a strike. All the way across the court. So here's what got me about this shot. It is such high degree of difficulty because think about this. You're in the right corner and you are right-handed and you are falling to your right out of bounds because you catch the pass going to your right. Do you realize 
There's, there's no angle. You have no angle. It's going to be hard to drop the ball over the edge of the backboard yeah. because you got to shoot it up over the edge of the backboard. You're shooting this from behind the basket. Yeah. Okay, so this is the ultimate horse shot that nobody could hit, right? If, if you did that to get an E on somebody, <laughs> that you, you're, you won. Oh, yeah. Because nobody can hit a shot like that. And it's off one leg. <laughs> well, I mean, he's catching her on the move. It's impossible. Hey, look at him, Skip. He looks no, down to yeah, make sure he's behind yeah, the three-point yeah, line. He, he stuck one foot in the ground inbounds. And nailed it. And then he mean mugs all around the yeah, court. He like, he should have. Oh, I got this. Said, yeah. I got this. He said, I'm and, that, I'm that I, dude. It, it didn't just grease in the side. He he flat out swished it. Yeah. I mean, what a shot. I, I fell off my chair. I said, Matt Ryan did that to me? Yeah. Because then I knew what was going to happen. You knew it. Except I thought Goat, as you call him, I thought Goat would say, okay, now now I'm ready to play. We didn't have it last and, night. And he wasn't ready to play. You haven't had it the whole year. Don't, don't do truth. that, Skip. You, you haven't had it the whole year. So, Let's, let's go to the end of the, the overtime. With 14.9 seconds left, LeBron says, okay, I don't have it from three, and he, he steps inside the three-point line. He says, maybe I can make a two-point shot, and it's, it's the dagger. It, it, it's the final nail, and he, he, he's way wide left on that, which is about to give CJ a look at tying the game and sending it to a double overtime, which might have taken two more years off my life and cost me another hour of sleep. Yeah. But, the point is, here's CJ coming down, and I thought he got a pretty decent he look. He, he got did. a pretty decent look, and he was just long, okay? It was just your night to come from 16 down, and I, I got to say. From be 16 up to almost I lose. Know. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, from them coming from 16, 16 yeah. down. But, but for a while, the Pelicans looked like they had spent the last five nights in Los Angeles, California, because they had. Yeah. They'd been here for five nights. Yeah. Five nightlife nights, right? Yeah, like they they looked like they were having a good time, yeah. right? And yeah. they, they sort of left their basketball game out in Hollywood or West Hollywood <laughs> or who knows where, right? Yep. Okay, so – Obviously, they're without their best player, although that was debatable in the fourth quarter because there was one guy who said, okay, I got yeah, this. Zion, was... Zion just said in the fourth quarter, here I come, get out of my way. Yeah. And he makes five of seven shots to score 14 points while fighting foul trouble. And at one point, he had, as you know, he had to come out of the game briefly yeah. just because he got his fifth. And they said, well, let's not risk it here for a couple of minutes. Right. But he comes back in. And he almost got them home with 14 in the fourth. Right. Right? Yeah. He scored 14 in what was it? Not very many minutes. Seven, seven and a half minutes, right? right. Yep. Uh, that's, that's Zion. Four, that's, four from, free throw, from hey, the free throw line. Yeah, he made all his free throws, and he made two big clutch ones at the end. Yep. Unlike LeBron, but I won't go back on that. So the point is, here was the shocker to me. And Darvin Ham is really growing on me. I am gaining respect by the dribble for Darvin Ham's command of this basketball team. So to your first point about Russell Westbrook, I've been calling him Russell West Bench because he has embraced his bench role. Yes. So he comes in, as usual, mid-first quarter, and from that point until halftime, he goes Westbrookian berserk. Yeah. I mean, he just – He, he looked he, like the old Russ. I know. He looked like Oklahoma City Russ yes. to me. And, yes. And he goes 11 points and seven rebounds before halftime, right? Yep. But along the trail, he litters the trail with three turnovers in the first half. Yes. Okay, so then Darvin puts him in on schedule in the third quarter, and he continues to turn the ball over. Right. And then in the fourth quarter – he puts him in at 637, and he yanks him again at 315 because he committed a sixth turnover in the game. Right. And I loved it because 
it looked like they had kind of a deal. Hey, if you'll come off the bench, you can close the games. Right. And, and he's been closing in the games mm-hmm. that he's come off the bench. Am I right? Yeah. Okay. Last night, not only did he not close over the last 315, he didn't play him one second in no. overtime. No. He didn't play him. Well, you got to go, Skip. You got to go because he had been out of the game for so long. It's just like Valanciunas. Mm-hmm. They stuck with uh, uh, they, they stuck did. with uh, Larry Nance Jr. Because he had been out of the game so long, Skip. He cold. And Larry Nance was giving him some some yes, yes, electricity. Yes, right. Yes. Okay. All right. So something reared its ugly head last night that Darvin Ham will not appreciate about Russ. You can repackage him as Russell West bench, but you can't take the turnover out of the player because. He had six more turnovers, which means it's time once again for the (laughs) Russell West brick. (laughs) Turnover blooper reel. If we could please, here are his six for the last night's game. He played great, except for this. Russ, Russ, well, come on, think about it. (laughs) Okay, I don't know what that was. Russ, okay, that's just, and it went off LeBron's fingertips. Okay, great. Then I think you, whoops. Yep. Russ, just protect. Protect the basketball. Whoops. Russ, think about it. That was a foul. It. Yeah, think about it. Russ, I don't know why they keep trying to snap it. You can't pass. throw it through no. three black shirts, right? Russ, whoops. It was just a little too hard. It was a good idea, but it just had a little too much juice right. on it, right? But he skipped the first half. You got to admit he was making some passes. Okay, he, he was he going. And he saw a cutting a brown. He did. He got it. He nailed him yeah, with it. it. I, I, but the goggles on. Y'all see that? I, I got it. <laughs> I mean, eleven and seven over a short stint yeah. in the first half yeah. is sensational. But it's you, you can't against a team three. that's full strength, Skip, we a can, better team. Three, turn- gonna, three turnovers, we can deal with three you turnovers. You can live with three. We can live with three. Okay. It's, it's when you get – it start when you get five, six, seven. That's going to be very, very hard to overcome. Okay, I, I got you. So it feels like a little bit of fool's gold at this point to me that you found your new formula with Russell West bench, and yet you, you were so lucky to win this game – I, you were much better to me against Denver, but they, yes. they keep uh, again. Russ saved you against Denver because LeBron had another sort of unplugged game. I don't know what it was he was a minus one against Denver, and Russ was a plus eighteen. Yeah, and Russ saved him. And last night, Russell plus four. Matt Ryan saved him. You're yeah. kidding. Yeah. And but- by the way, LeBron is. We're going to delve deeply into this in a few minutes, but. But LeBron just keeps plummeting in his three-point shooting. He's down to 22.6%. He was 0 of 7 last night. I, I don't know what's happened to him, but he's going to have to just say, I can't do that anymore. He's going to have to pull it back. Skip, I, for me, I can live with it. Yeah, maybe the volume needs to come down, but it's the ill-advised threes that's killing them. I mean, come on, Skip. They get the rebound. What you call him? Give the, uh, he missed the shot. And then he gets the re- then Austin Reeves comes in and then he jacks up another thirty footer. I'm like, bro, what's come on, bro? What are you What are you doing? <laughs> and and the, the, he keeps resorting where where I don't love LeBron is when he's got his defender on the perimeter and he he starts to go back he, and he forth, the face and back, and forth and going, back and forth, yeah. back and forth, yeah. back and forth. I'm, 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 I'm sizing you up. Yeah. I'm, I'm analyzing. Okay, okay, do I pull up over the top of you right. or am I gonna get around you and get all the way to the paint and flush? Because usually when he's sizing, he he usually 
is relegated to the step back three. That's usually what happens. And while he's sizing someone up, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, nobody's moving. moving. Yeah, they're, everybody's they're just watching. watching. Yeah. Well, LeBron, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm going to shoot a three. Well, sometimes, you okay. know, he, you see him hit a couple of those snap passes all the way across court. Hit uh, 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 Matt Ryan for a couple of big three. He did. He had a, a line to uh, um, Austin Reeves up for a three, although he didn't make it. Lonnie Walker was sensational last okay. night. We how, appreciate how many, that. How many times do you think – if LeBron and AD both play in a game and play high minutes, heavy minutes in a game, how many times will they get outscored by somebody else? No, it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. And Lonnie Walker scores 28 to 20 and 20 for yeah, AD and yeah, LeBron. It, it might be. It, you might go five games. You might have five games out of 82 that if both of those guys play and they log heavy minutes, that someone outscores them. Mm. But, Skip, that's what you need. You need – that if AD and I thought AD played, I thought AD played well. I mean, I can live with twenty and sixteen mm. with four blocks. That's the AD that I'm used to seeing. I mm. know he missed a couple of bunny shots uh, uh, at the rim, but I, I can live with that. Long as he go bang the boards, and you got a, got a couple of blocks on Zion, he chal- uh, chal- uh, uh, challenged Chunas because this is the best offensive rebounding team in basketball, and they did a great job. They out rebounded another team again, Skip. Yep. Now, although Valanciunas was in foul trouble, I was glad that he got him in foul trouble, but. That's a team when this something we can build on. Mm, really? Yep. So Matt Ryan got dumped by the Colts, and here he is in L.A. saving hey, LeBron. Hey, right? you know, hey, you never know. One man's trash yeah, is another yeah, man's treasure. There you go. So we enjoy we, the moment. You remember how you asked that question? Have they uh are they uh this winning streak? Have they caught five? Yeah. I talked to you on talk to when they play again. Friday. Friday. I talked to you on Monday. It's Utah. On Friday. I, 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 don't worry about it. Don't matter. Don't matter. Mm. We don't look at the opponent. The same fate will, be, will behold them that really? happened to New Orleans. Really? Yeah. Oh, so you say the Lakers have now arrived. <laughs> you know, we caught five. Huh. <laughs> Utah ranked third in the Western Conference, guys, but they are on a three-game losing streak Make it four. on the road. Mm. We will find out. Skip, to your Maybe. point. Okay. Yeah, it was that first half that sunk the Pelicans. <laughs> Willie Green said so last night after the uh, game was over mm. at his post-game comments. Didn't deserve to win because didn't they come didn't. out with the right intensity. They didn't. All right, gentlemen, let's move on to a topic, at least to me, is more palatable. (laughs) Zeke Elliott. Skip, should he be demoted? When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew. Ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels 
and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. Cowboys running backs coach Skip Pete says Dallas needs both Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. Pollard was good for 131 yards and three touchdowns Sunday, filling in as the starter for an injured Zeke. Coach Pete calls Zeke a sledgehammer and Pollard a sword, saying, quote, sledgehammer is crushing and pounding. The sword comes in and slices you up. What an analogy. Shannon, what do you think? Should Pollard be getting the majority of the carries at running back for Skip's Cowboys? No. Um, I believe the Cowboys are handling it the right way. Uh, Pollard has been with the Cowboys for four years, and he stayed relatively in the role that he had as a rookie. And I think that's the best role for him. He's not used to being an every-down back. Zeke averages 19 carries a game. Tony Pollard averages seven carries a game. He had the most carries he had ever had in a game on Sunday, 14. Now, you talk about Christian McCaffrey wearing down. He can take that pounding. You think you're going to be able to handle this, hand this guy the ball 20, 25 times a game? And he do. not break that? I do not. I do. I believe he's a DH. There's a reason why the DH, all he does is hit home runs. Mm. They don't let him play the field. They don't let him do anything. They want him well-rested so he can come in and hit home runs. That's what Tony Pollard's job is, is when Zeke softens the defense up, you come in and hit home runs. Did that, Zeke soften up the Bears? Hold on. So how many, So he's been there four years, and you're going to base everything that you want on one game? Well, how many chances does he get to start a And why is game? that? Why is that? Uh, you we've tell seen, me when it's my turn. We've seen a lot of guys. We've seen receivers. Oh, man, if he put him in the number one role, they go get the number one role, and then what happens, Skip? All of a sudden, they're not that guy. He's not a bell cow back. I understand he gives you splash. He gives you pizzazz. Yes, but if you, if, you give, if you allow this man to carry the ball 19 between, like Zeke. Zeke averages 19 carries a game over the course of his career. You give this man 19, 25 carries a game. For the next six games, I guarantee you, he will not finish the season. He's not built like that. There's a reason why teams have two backs unless you got Derrick Henry. Now, if he was Derrick Henry's size, I'm like, you know what, Skip? He should be in there. Derrick Henry is 6'3", 245, 250, 255. He's going up as I speak. Yes, but not this man, Skip. You can't run him like that. He's, not his, he's about the same size as Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> and how does that work out when they give Christian McCaffrey all those carries, Skip? How did that work out for him? Mm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You're going to be like, Ben, you're going to be like, why did they do that? They got Zeke. Let Zeke get some of those tough yardage. Why do you have to pound him in there like that? That is what Zeke's for. So, no. I'm a, I, I, I like the two-back system. It's working really well for them. And down the stretch, you're going to need both of these guys. You let Zeke hammer away. And when the defense is exhausted, they're tired of tackling Zeke. You let Tony Pollard hit a crease and hopefully hits his head on the goalpost. So mm -hmm. I agree with the way the Cowboys are actually operating it currently. I think you're speaking from your Cowboy-hating heart here. What would, what, Skip, at the end of the day, they're still going to have to – to get to where you want to be, you're going to have to beat the Eagles, you're going to have to beat the 49ers, okay? Mm -hmm. we, we will beat the Eagles. <laughs> we will beat the 49ers if Tony Pollard – gets 20 touches as opposed to four or five touches. You, first of all, you're not going to beat the 49ers if you can't stop the run. You're not going to beat the Eagles right, if I'm you can't stop talking, the run. We're talking about the offense. It looked different 
on Sunday against, albeit the Bears. I got it. But Thank it you. looked different because Tony Pollard is special. Tony, Tony. Pollard is criminally underutilized. He is now stuck as the backup running back, the, the clear number two, to an Ezekiel Elliott who is a favorite, like a son to Jerry Jones, who overpaid him and will not give it up. He will not swallow his pride and let go of the fact that Zeke, to this day, is the highest paid running back in pro football. Mm -hmm. He earned it for the first three years. Then he got paid for what he had done past tense, as opposed to what he was about to do because his production just kept going down, down, down over the the next three years of the contract. There was no indication to say that Zeke's production was going to fall off like it did. Because he was only, what, 23 when he got the contract? extension so it wasn't like he was 25 26 he's 26 now I think he's 26 now so okay. there was no there was no reason for Jerry to say man you know what I think Zeke's best days is behind him as a 23 year old his best days are unfortunately behind him I used to love him to death we did a commercial together you and I a better come prepared commercial and the opening scene is me leaping out of bed, already dressed to work out. I slept in my workout clothes, and you can see on my nightstand, I got a picture of Zeke. Yeah. Well, that's how much I did love him. But, hey, you, you got to keep proving. you got to keep earning my fandom love here because I, I, I can't even recognize him. It's like he went to Cabo to hold out, and we saw a video of him running in Cabo sand to stay in shape. Right. And then it looked like he's still running Cabo Sand when he got into his first game for the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. You told me this year he's going to go to 80 yards a game. You changed your mind? I'm trying to hang on because I thought maybe this is a contract year for him. This, it's, it's not officially a contract year, but they can cut him after this you year know, without big cap danger. You right? know what's going to happen. Jerry going to restructure the contract. Zeke is not getting cut. You know good well Jerry not cutting no Zeke. But you could cut him without yes. huge penalty after this year. So I thought effectively in the back of his mind, he's thinking this is a contract year. It's even beyond a contract year. You're not playing for a new contract. You're just playing to stay in the league. He's, he's, he's going to get restructured that contract and be right with the Cowboys next year. Okay. If he stays on the path he's been on so far this year and it goes just the way it's been going, I'm not sure Zeke's going to be in the league next year because I, if they did let him go, and you could be right, Jerry's so he loves him so much like a son and he's so proud of him because, remember, Jerry sees some of his long-ago wayward self in Zeke, and I, I was his father figure, and I, I helped him beat his demons right. off the field. Well, I'm sure he did. Yeah. And so Jerry just clings to that, and he clings to his pride that, I paid him. No, you overpaid him. Yes. I paid him. I, I need some bang for my buck. Let's, get, Let's you, let him bang away. You know how Jerry – Skip, Jerry went to war with Roger Goodell over Zeke. He did. He was, he, he was he threatening did. to blow the whole damn thing up for Zeke because the guy got suspended for six games. He's like, no. He, he reportedly confronted Lisa Friel yes. in a league meeting and said, there is nothing there. There is nothing there. And he also told us, hey, you going to kill the golden goose. Mm-hmm. That's true. He <laughs> did say that. Okay. So, so we know how Jerry feels about – and may, maybe you're right, Skip. Maybe it's, maybe it's blind loyalty. Maybe because Zeke has been so good for those first three years, there was no running back better, and that's what Jerry sees. And maybe in Jerry's mind, Zeke can get that back. But we know running backs, history tells us, running backs don't dip, 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 mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden come back up. Okay, I, I got that. So back to Skip Pete, the running backs coach, and I love his first name. It's the all-time greatest first name. <laughs> that's that's Rodney, Rodney Pete's brother. Rodney is, is 
is his father? No, Willie. Willie, Willie is his father. Is his okay, father. I got, I got Skip it. Skip and Rodney are brothers. Got it. I got it. He's making the case that he learned football from the late, great Al Davis, who I learned a lot of football from. <laughs> and he said that the, the whole philosophy of the Raiders was you have to have two at that position. I will uh, agree with that. But somebody has to get the majority of the carries. Yeah. Somebody has to be your bell cow or at least your number one RB1, right, that, right. that you have to start and finish games right. with. Zeke is still playing the starter role and the finisher role. Right. And, again, Skip's idea is that, that he, as he called him, you know, it's the, the sword and the sledgehammer, sledgehammer, okay, but he's the sledgehammer. My problem is, as a fan, I am mentally worn out watching them try to establish the run with Zeke early in games to create play action for Dak or in the past for right. Cooper Rush. And, Shannon, you, you know how it feels. Like, first down, none. <laughs> Let's try it again. Second down, two. And all of a sudden, it's third and eight. And I'm like, that, that got us a lot yeah. of places, right? We're right. behind the chains again. Now we and know then, it's going to pass. Okay? Now, the ball. now let's see. Next next series. Oh, he goes one, and then he goes minus one, and then he goes two, and then he goes zero. Right. And he goes one, and then maybe he breaks one for all of four yards. And you say, there he is. There's old Zeke. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I can't see him anymore because the bell cow back has turned into a plow horse back to right. me. And he's still the, – the reason Jerry loves him, the reason the locker room loves him is – He's got warrior spirit. He will run through brick walls or at least try to. Mm -hmm. And remember, he has played hurt for the last two years, and now once again, he's got another sprain of another knee ligament. Right. And, and reportedly last year, he played two-thirds of the season, the last two-thirds, with a sprained, I think it was a PCL. Mm -hmm. Okay? So they love him for that. I love him for that. Right. But it doesn't get me anywhere when I have an alternative setting there who got to be RB1 this past Sunday, and can we see what, what he showed? He, he hit his head on the goalpost three times, as you say. Yeah. Okay, it goes 7, 18, and 54. If we could see these three runs, here's the first one. And it, he, he's slippery between the tackles. He doesn't try to run through brick walls. This is the second one. And I got to tell you, we, we, we got to run this one back if we can. This is the. the Eddie Jackson got to feel that. Eddie hole. Ja look, look at what he does to Eddie Jackson. He plants and bolts right on him, and he just leaves him in his way. Right. I mean, he, he faked this is the last one he just breaks. He broke two tackles in the backfield. And he, he, he doesn't look like he's flying to me, right. but he flies. Yeah. And if we could go back to the second one, the 18 yarder. Eddie Jackson is really good. Yeah. And he plants and bolts right on Eddie Jackson and fakes him right out of his cleats. Step and cut. And just he just leaves him waving. You right. know? Okay. Zeke can't maybe once upon a time, but Zeke can't do that anymore. This is a home run waiting to happen every carry, and it can be between the tackles. Right. So – he, he doesn't run to contact. He has a little bit – I'm not saying he's Emmett Smith, but he's got a little bit more of make you miss. Yeah. He's got more wiggle than Zeke has yeah. because Zeke just tries to overpower you now. Right. He just tries to outwill you. I'm tougher. I'm mentally and physically tougher than you are, and it creates a lot of two-yard runs. Right. It's like two yards in a cloud of dust with Zeke. So, you, so your car is running, running perfect. So you want to tinker with something. Even though it's not broken, you want to fix it. Well, it, it felt broken to me because I'm going to remind you, Cooper Rush kept winning games with Zeke trying to establish the run because Cooper Rush was really good at play action. Right. And nobody was really respecting the play action by the time they got to Philadelphia because Philly's saying, 
Seriously? Yeah, because you could, we're because, afraid of 21. We're not afraid of him. Well, because you couldn't run the football, and so we're going to stack the line because we don't believe your quarterback can beat us throwing the football. Now teams got to play you more honest because they believe that can beat them throwing the football. Even And so, you know, Jerry said that, hey, Zeke, I think I don't know if Zeke is Zeke is not the same player that he once was. But Skip, you have to establish some resemblance of a run game, and if you can do that, Dak is as good. Dak is a very good play action quarterback. Yeah, I, so was Cooper Rush. He yeah, was. But, he lived that. on it. He lived on it. Cooper Rush is, is a, was a novelty. Yeah. Okay. L- look at the d- degree of difficulty of his wins versus the two Dak just won. He's a novelty. <laughs> Go to Spencer. You know what Spencer's hey, is. It's a novelty. Yeah. Store. Well, well, here's the point. Dak's season hasn't started yet. Let's see what he does at Green Bay, where Aaron Rodgers has owned us. Let's see at Minnesota. Let's see the Giants Green, on Thanksgiving. Let's see Philadelphia all, on Christmas Eve. Green, Let's see. Green Bay has owned the Cowboys at Lambeau. Mm-hmm. They own Roger Staubach. Mm-hmm. They own all your quarterbacks. If you just look, and Dak is the only one. that's the only quarterback I think that's probably got a win at Lambeau as a rookie with a lot of help from number twenty-one. Whoa, 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 whoa! No, that you you didn't mention me like, oh yeah, Zeke. But you see my quarterback. Mm-hmm. You were hyping. You that's when you started that foolishness. How about my Cowboys? Well, well, I did because it came out of that. Talk about falling out of heaven in well, my lap whatever. out of the fourth round, right? right? Well, guess what. You ain't nothing else falling. I got a stat for you. I, I'm not big on stats, but I got <laughs> yes, one for you. you. Yes, I, you I got are. one for you. So, Zeke, his carries per game have gone down a little bit. He's 16 a game, 16 right. touches of carrying the football. I'm not talking about catching, Catch, just, okay. just carrying. Yes. 16. Tony Pollard averages 10 carries. Not bad, but, but clearly the number two back. W- would you believe that in those 10 carries, he's averaging 6.2 yards per carry. Yeah. Would you believe for any running back in the league with at least 80 carries on the season, that leads the NFL? Yeah. 6.2 leads the NFL. What does that say? That, that, it says more, more, more. No, Skip, see, see that's, that's the thing. Mm. You don't understand moderation. Mm, I don't. That's true. If you do things in moderation, you can have whatever mm. you want. It's when you overindulge. And what you're trying to do, you're trying to overindulge yourself with Tony Pollard when he's not that type of a back. Yeah. And it's okay. okay. It's okay for him to give you those 10 carries for those 62 shot yards that he gives you. And Zeke gives you 16 carries for what? 65, 70 yards. Okay, that's fine. Mm. But when you start trying to reverse those roles, you're asking for trouble. Now, I'm telling you, now I'm trying to save you from yourself. No. You no. don't realize it. I'm trying to save the offense from itself <laughs> because Skip Pete goes on and on about how Zeke is still a very physical downhill runner. I give you that, but it's going nowhere slowly. And Skip keeps making – I can't believe I'm saying that name out loud, but he, <laughs> Pete. Mr. Pete keeps making the point that, that he can wear a defense down. At what price to my offense? Because – I see too many nun-yard runs, as John Madden used to say. and But that's I, what you I, need, Skip. Okay, you, you don't need it because here's the point. Jerry did nothing on offense at the trade deadline. Uh-huh. He, he did get Jonathan Hankins on defense, and I said it was a big little move. But, but there was no splash on offense. I still say they need to just go get Odell. And I think Jerry just might go get Odell because that would be the kind of splash move that Jerry would pull off, that he would love. And I think the locker room would love that move. But the point is, you can add a Pro Bowl player on offense if you just elevate Tony Pollard 
into RB1. If you start giving him the 16 carries a game and reduce Zeke to 10, just flip the roles, then I think Tony Pollard has a legitimate shot at making a Pro Bowl. I think if you start throwing the ball to Tony Pollard, who I watched a lot at Memphis, Shannon, he was a slot receiver. Right. He caught a ton of balls. He they they would just split him out. It was not all the way out, but just use him in the slot. Yeah. Well, so far so bad throwing him the football because he's had 19 targets so far, 12 catches for 121 yards. So he's only caught 12 balls through eight games. Right. Well, that's like 1.5 catches per right. game. Guess what he averages per catch? 10.1 yards. Right. Well, doesn't that smack of? Doesn't that scream more, more, more? I just say he needs to touch the ball 20 times a game, give him 15 or 16 carries and four or five passes, and he's going to hurt people because he is an escape artist waiting to happen. So you believe believe that uh, he's – that if we give him more touches, he'll be able to hold up over the course of the I do. And, and again, Mr. Pete talked about how the race car, he's more like a race car, will run out of gas. And he said even against the Bears after the 54-yarder, he, he said, was, I'm done. Okay, that's because he's not in game shape because he doesn't play that much. Yeah, he's in the shape to be used how he's going to use. So imagine if you get him and you work him to get him in that kind yeah. of shape, Skip. Okay, Christian McCaffrey runs to contact too much for my liking. I, I cringe for that kid at San Francisco the other day. I'm like, don't, don't. I mean, it was at L.A., right. obviously. But, but I'm, I'm like, no, because every time he smashes it up the middle, I'm thinking that you're asking for it because yeah. you are too small. Tony Pollard doesn't smash it up the middle. He wiggles, he squirms. And that's what you need on third and one, third and okay. two, fourth and one. And somebody to smash it up the middle. And that's what Zeke does. He does that so Tony Pollard can do, do what he does. Boy, I don't know. I know. I think he's gifted. I think he's special. And I think he's woefully, criminally underutilized. Everybody has a role. Okay, but you want to relegate him to the wrong role? No, it ain't the wrong role. It's yep. not the wrong role. My job, me and my brother's job, hey, Saturday, the grass cut, leaves rake. Yeah. My sister and them, helping my grandma cook, clean the house. Okay, Everybody has a role. equal roles. He got an equal role. Okay, That's what his role is. He does not have an equal his role. role. Is to get, his role is to get 10 carries a game, maybe a, a catch or two. That's what his role is. No, he's a subsidiary. And if you think about it, Skip, what? They have relieved him of his duties on special teams because of Turpin. <laughs> so now he's even fresher. There you go. Remember what he did on Thanksgiving last year to the Raiders? Do you remember that? Who, Tony Pollard? Yeah. He, he housed it. He housed it yeah. on a kickoff return. Yeah. He is special, man. And, and, and David Carr came right back out there. David Carr came <laughs> no, right back out there and did something bad to y'all. He did something bad because Dak didn't do and, anything uh, oh, bad. Oh, now, now, now you blaming Dak yeah. again. Yeah. Threw it behind Noah Brown on third and four or whatever it was. Like you actually thought Noah was going to catch it anyway. Well, he caught him from Cooper Rush. I don't know how. Yes. Yeah. Maybe it's a Cooper Rush factor. I don't know. Well, the Cooper Rush didn't have no rapport with uh, C.D. Lamb, mm-hmm. and then you was upset about that. Now that come back in, and he gets a rapport with C.D. Lamb. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden you still hollering Cooper Rush. Shannon, it is time to pass one torch. Not the quarterback torch. It's time to pass the running back torch to Tony Pollard. He could TP this league. That's what he could do. Ain't going to happen. Yep. All right, gentlemen, what did an opposing GM of the Packers have to say about Aaron Rodgers? You don't want to miss Skip and Shannon's take on this. Up next. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. 
The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. From gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges, therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. And I won't back down. While discussing the Packers' lack of moves with the trade deadline, an anonymous GM told the Washington Post it could be the team sending a message to Aaron Rodgers. This GM said, quote, there wasn't any discount so they could spread it around to other guys. He wanted every penny, and they might be sending a message back to him now. Another GM said Green Bay, quote, must be an effed up place. <laughs> it's pretty. There you go. Shannon, what's going on here? Skip, I don't, I don't believe they cut their nose off to spite their face. They're in the business of trying to win games. And I believe if they'd have felt someone out there could have made them better, they'd maybe make a move. Look, uh, Aaron Rodgers didn't give them a discount, um, but I guess they want to hold on to their picks. They could have gotten uh, a receiver with the Jordan Love pick. Wow, who knew? A guy that's not going to help you for what? The very foreseeable future. You're wasting. He's riding away on the bench when you could have drafted a receiver to help one said Aaron Rodgers. Mm. But that's not what you did. You maybe could have got an offensive lineman or maybe you could have got something else. At least something that could pay dividends currently. You didn't do that. Nope. That's not Aaron Rodgers' fault that he played that, that he's maximizing the same thing with Dak. They said, well, well Dak's going to have the, highest, the second highest cap here next year. It was one of the reasons they didn't want to give 18, uh, a guarantee $18 million to Brandon Cooks. Yep. Okay, I ain't got no problem with that. But I don't, Skip, I don't believe. They're like, well, since you ain't going to give us no discount, we ain't going to give you no help. <laughs> well, well, come on, Skip, now. Okay, but I do get the feeling from a distance that Green Bay management, maybe even the coaching staff, they just don't like him. You know, that they don't enjoy having to work with him. Oh, he's probably tough to deal with, for sure. And that they feel held hostage by the fact that he pushed them, pushed them. You know, you're going to trade me, you're going to trade me. And finally they said, okay, we cave in, we give in. We're going to pay him $50 million a year. Yeah. And now it's like he got them and they're trying to get even with him by not giving giving in to him to give him exactly what he wants, which is another quality receiver, right? Right. Okay, it is cutting off nose to spite face, but it just feels like there's such animosity. It's it's a one way street. I don't think Aaron hates them because he's the king of Green Bay. Right. Well, I I think he does. I think because Skip, for the longest time, you know, he wanted some say and they didn't consult him on personnel moves. And you figure somebody that has the cachet that I have should have been consulted when they let coaches go or when they hired coaches. So he felt he never got the 
kind of the privilege that some of the other. I think that Patrick Mahomes, I think when Andy Reid makes a move, they run it by Pat. Hey, Pat, what you were thinking about no, doing I, this? What do you think about this? No, and I got it. And, and But I can assure you, Bill Belichick ain't run nothing by no, Tom Brady. I, I got it, but it just felt like they were ready to cut bait with Aaron, but yeah. they didn't trust Jordan Love enough to say, no. let's go forward with him. I agree, right? yes. And so it's like they're stuck with each other. And w- once uh, Devon, they let Devontae walk yep. out the door, Alan Zard is nicked up, Randall Cobb mm-hmm. has an ankle, Christian yep. Watson in Kentucky, I mean, in concussion yep. protocol, and their young guys, Skip, they're just young. I, I forgot Aaron, forget that, you know, he didn't make any contribution to the Packers for three years. Mm-hmm. I guess he forgot that. I just wish they were as hard on him as he are, uh, is on those receivers. Mm. I just hope they're effed up a week from Sunday. <laughs> I, I hope they get it all together by the end. <laughs>